innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We give for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, cause we all gon' say, Ugh. Elevate, 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 higher. Elevate, 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 higher. We gon' rise up. Shine. Work through adversity, stay on the grind. Elevate, elevate, this is our time. Elevate, elevate. Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so great to have you all on one more time. It's your boy, Josh. Dalton. And we, again, are glad to be back with you. We have a good one set up for you as we're going to be talking about an oligopoly. What is an oligopoly, Josh? Great question. We're going to get oh right into gosh. it. We're going to talk about, we're going to be getting into the networks of phones. We're going to talk about phones, phone industry carriers, here. Carriers. Airli- airline carriers. Airline carriers as well. <laughs> uh, specifically, talking about airlines. We're going to specifically talk about mobile carriers um, and why we get the worst prices in the world. I think it is the world, right? Yeah, we actually, yeah, I think we're like the third worst, fourth worst. And we did, yeah, we did an episode about that once upon a time. Um, I just thought maybe it would change. I don't know. Yeah. Like, are we still that? We are still. Oh that. yeah, we're definitely uh, the the bare minimum Dang. over here. So we are gonna get all kinds of that today, which we're looking forward to. But first, please subscribe, share our podcast on your socials, like, comment, subscribe, all of it. Yep. You know, if you want to get some news and business, marketing, and design, please follow us on Instagram or you, some memes. Or, or some memes. There's some memes. We're throwing some. Yeah, we've been throwing some memes in the mix. We've been getting some chuckles on that. Haha. <laughs> And uh, we're here for it. Um, and then as well, we, uh, you know, if you want to have, you know, more outrageous we fun. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we got to. Yeah. Lit TikTok. <laughs> yes. We have a uh, hey, lit TikTok is right, Dalton. Uh, so if you want to yeah, do that, hit up TikTok, man, because we, uh, we, we're getting wild over there. But we're happy that you're sitting, watching the episode, listening to the episode, whatever you're doing. We're here. We're happy to have you. Dog, let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about some stuff, Dalton. I want to talk about one thing, actually. Okay. Is, so, unfortunately, um, Mac is going to be leaving us in a couple weeks' time. I know. For the Yay. remainder of the year. <laughs> uh, Mac's also playing Pokemon Go, so. <laughs> she doesn't care about us. I'm not in this year, I'm telling you. I see. <laughs> Don't come for us. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> But man, like, you know, those who know Mac, um, she actually has a great uh, skill set in photography, which we love. Thanks. And uh, we, you know, we, we, try, we gotta get this girl some business. Oh, that's what all I'm right. saying. So I'm gonna tell you something, Mac. Okay. I know you've been doing design for a little bit, and that's kind of what you went to school for. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Me with my diploma, too. <laughs> <laughs> Useless. Yep. Yep. Uh, I can tell. That photography is your passion. Design's just sure. a way to get to places. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a challenge right now. Okay. On air. On air. <laughs> With Ryan Secret. Never mind. <laughs> Whoa. You need to get in the real estate game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real estate photography is crazy. It's you true. can get paid so much money. Mm-hmm. I can take some photos of some rooms. Yeah. You have, I mean, you, get, you have good spatial re- awareness, you know how yeah. a shot should look. You're, yeah. you're great at staging things. There, I've been I've been I've been following a bunch of real estate agents in the city and their photos suck. Yeah. Hit me up, guys. I can do that. I have a drone. Hopefully too. I know a realtor. Yeah, she has a drone days. too. So that's what we'll say. Any real estate agent that's listening or watching, hire Mac Justin. Snaps that by snaps by Mac at Instagram. Yeah, that's my Instagram. S A N A P S B Y M A C. Look that up. She's got great stuff. 
you she you need her right now you're not selling that friggin' house right now you're relying on the market to sell your houses let's get real you weren't selling nothing before covid right am i right now it's time to get your take your game up to another level with some great photography you need to hire this girl and you need to get in all their dms too so let's all go right. that's what i'll try to yeah, do yeah use that drone hey it's pretty drone sick. footage looks sick on a real estate ad it does dude. like when i see drone yeah. footage i'm like oh that's a real house oh, dang that's how you take some videos of a home yeah. <laughs> no oh i appreciate gosh. it yeah if you need any photos let me know i can do that i can show you some pics what you should wish. also do is reach out to like the owner slash like main broker mm. of a real estate agency mm. And be like, I'll give you a reduced rate if all your agents come to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. One. So, like, partner with a brokerage. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Because Hannah, for example, like, with she's, like, talking with two brokerages. And they mm. all have, like, a list of trusted contacts. Mm. You should be on one of those. Like, you should be on right. that list somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, actually, I'm going to go to California and work for Selling Sunset. So. Oh my gosh, love that. That's why she's not going to be with us. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm not actually going to Toronto. I'm Whoa. going to California for Selling Sunset. Wow. Season California. four. <laughs> California. Okay. But yeah, no, thanks. I mean, hey. I my God, free shout out. Free shout, free shout out. out. out I just wanted to challenge Mac on the air um, because now we have accountability. So here we go. Sure. I hate accountability. <laughs> I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> Mac left the chat. All right. All right, dog. So Canadian oligopoly, can you define that? Because we, um, we actually have a definition right here, don't we? I think we have it, but... Right here. Oh, it's right there. A state of limited competition in which a market is shared by a small number of producers or sellers. Boom. So, like... You know, grocery stores would not be an oligopoly because there's like unless you can buy groceries a, anywhere. Unless you're in Nova Scotia, is it really an oligopoly though? I would think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess like you can get, go to like a farmers market and get groceries, but in terms of like competitive prices, like you're you got Superstore and Sobeys. Okay, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just in my mind, I think of like the independent grocers, like mm -hmm. Arthur's or oh, like yeah. Luminate in Bedford. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, there's options, but it's like, I guess it's based on your price point. But yeah, that's true. That's a point. But that's fair. With mobile services, mm -hmm. all their prices are the same. They are. They all mimic they each other. match each other. I remember when I worked at Virgin Mobile, we would get like a text in our WhatsApp group being like, uh, Kudo just released their back to school promo. Like, that means, that means we're live. Print out the new pricing. Print out the new flyers. Like, change the whiteboard like in an instant every that, carrier matches each other and that was a and that was you were working at virgin who saw kudos prices and there's like we got switch right now yeah so because like virgin kudo fido will mm -hmm. all match each other bell telus rogers will all match each other wow because there's like the expensive bougie brand mm -hmm. and then the cheap little carrier yeah it's all the same dude that's nuts it's all the same which is like can get frustrating because i understand like and that's kind of what i've noticed is we don't have the competition. Like in, in the States. That, like like anywhere. States. Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Europe's got some great competition over there. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, we don't have the comp. Like, we have three big cell companies, and they yep. all kind of, and even, like, the subsidiaries all match each other as well. Or are owned by. Or owned by them. Yeah. Um, and, it, like, it's, it's, it makes it, like, essentially, like, the re people wonder why we have some of the most expensive rates Ever. in the world. 
And it's, it's that reason we have only a select few who dictate what the prices are and they all talk to each other like, Hey, this is uh, this is what we're going to do. And, yeah. and this is the tough part is then you have to rely on your government to regulate them. Yeah. Which is like, if it, if you're relying on like a government to regulate, it's like, that's tough because the re- government doesn't have a great track record of dealing with businesses properly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're kind of ro- between stuck in a rock and a hard place on that one. And they're like lobbying, obviously, to make sure no one can have market share. Yeah. But it's so frustrating because, for example, I just got in the mail last week mm-hmm. what in telecom is called a win back offer. Mm-hmm. So I left Virgin Mobile and went to TELUS and then I went to Bell. Right. And because they saw that I left Virgin, they sent me this win back for. F- $55 a month, 25 gigs, mm. which is crazy. That's a really yeah. good price. Yeah. But it shouldn't take you leaving the company to be treated, like, well. Yeah. I'm just like, why didn't you just do that so I would stay? Mm. You made me leave. You made me go through the whole process of everything just to mail me a win back. Right. Weird. That you couldn't even do online. You had to go into the store or call. The, 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 there was a promo code on it, but it wouldn't work online. Wow. So I was like, this is archaic, but it's a good price, so I'm going to do it. And that's why they know, because it's a good price, so they know you'll do it. Right. You can't put turn that down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I think the stat I saw was Rogers, Telus, Bell own 90% of the market share in Canada. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there's small companies. Like, here we have Eastlink. Yeah. There's SaskTel, mm-hmm. which might be owned by Bell now. I think they are. I think so. I think, I think Bell bought Sastel. No, they bought Bell MTS. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, they bought. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's. I mean, obviously, we're looking at all these companies, but basically, every province has like their local mobile company. Right. We have Eastlink. Mm-hmm. Sask has Saskatchewan has Sastel. Quebec got. It's called like Quebec Core and Videotron. Mm. So you know, they don't really count. They're yeah. so small. Yeah, Their pricing like, is generally better than Bell, though. Oh yeah, well, and that's the threat. But it's like it's usually better than Bell, and the problem is like, like you have to rely. Like as soon as you leave Atlantic Canada, it's like oh, you're just on Bell's tower. Yeah, but then the, what? What sucks there is because then it comes down to priority. Mm. The way I used to pose it as when I worked in the, that industry is, say for example, a tower has a hundred, and this is not really how cell phone towers work, but pretend they do that a cell phone tower has 100 available slots. Mm-hmm. And there's 100 Bell, there's 99 Bell customers mm-hmm. using that Bell tower. And I with Eastlink Mobile come in. I'm allowed to use the tower. Mm-hmm. But if another Bell person starts pulling from that, I get booted. Because um, I'm, I'm not a Bell customer. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much that is truthful anymore because towers are obviously, they can support so much, mm-hmm. right? Like they're not like this little tiny tower. They're huge. Like. They're powerful, but there is still a priority factor where like you might get reduced speeds, you might get booted or, you know, Yeah. so it, it pays off being with Bell Tells Rogers because they all share their infrastructure equally. Eastlink does not have the same right to their infrastructure. Boom. Yeah, that's, that sucks. That sucks. Because <laughs> you can get good prices with Eastlink. They'll give you zero down phones for like mm-hmm. a good price every month. If you've got a family, they'll give you a bundled deal with your home and internet. But if you leave Nova Scotia at all, well, Atlanta, Canada, mm-hmm. uh-oh. Like yeah. You can't use that in Toronto. Right. That'll be slow. 
you definitely can't use it. The only phone signal I think that works on a Toronto subway is Rogers also. Yeah. So if you live in Toronto, you really should be with Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Like, There's another one that, where is it? That everyone says is like really, really good. Maybe it is only in Freedom Mobile. Oh, I heard a lot about everyone that. says Freedom Mobile is really good, but I guess it's like the poor people brand or something. Yeah, but it's good unless you rude. leave anywhere that has people. Like if you go to, I don't know, Guelph and you're with Freedom Mobile. Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's only it's good for Toronto there. proper, right? It's like, only good for like York region got and it. Toronto. Because my it. friend was with Freedom. We went camping in Guelph and no she signal. had no signal. I was like, so that's why it's so cheap. Because <laughs> oh they only Guelph. have towers in the city. <laughs> yeah. So that's oh. why. Because if you go even anywhere in Muskoka area, you're screwed. Only like when I would go to Muskoka, it would do Rogers Extended. Yeah. So I'd be covered, but it wouldn't charge me extra or anything. They just have extended coverage. In partnership it. with them. Yeah. But any other like, yeah, Freedom Mobile, they used to be, they used to be called something else. Oh, I can't remember it, but. Wind. Wind, Wind Mobile. And it just was like, this is Wind. so bad. And like, yeah, it would only work if you like lived in weird anywhere that has people. If you go. <laughs> I also hate that I refer to it and I should apologize. The poor people brand. But there's been this like stigma that if you're with like a discount carrier, it's like the poor people phone plans. <laughs> like it's. Yeah, people like buying minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, who cares? At least you have a phone service. Yeah, exactly. But people are like, oh, you have to buy minutes. I remember you being that. That was a boss day, Yeah, like, bro. remember when you couldn't call until after 6 p.m. Because, yeah. like, your parents' phone bill would be jacked. Like, you had to wait till weekends or evenings. I had a Firefly phone, so. Oh. I, was that the one with the five designated callers? <laughs> it just yes. had two. Oh, it two. mom and dad button. <laughs> and it wasn't, it was just I my it was mom. called a ladybug phone. I, yeah. That's the one I was going to get was a ladybug phone. I had the Firefly. It was blue. And then I would only bring it when I went to the park. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and it it sucked, but it <laughs> you could call mom and dad. I could call. Well, my 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 mom and dad lived together at the time, so it was just like I just had mom, and then my sister who lived out of town. And I was like, what is the point of this phone? <laughs> and then they would say, don't use it unless it's an emergency. Because like, it probably costs a lot each time. Yeah, it probably costs like five dollars to <laughs> call them. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so dumb, but it was my first uh, phone. <laughs> that's crazy, and it's these little brands that have always interested me, like Petrocan Mobility. Like that's you can go buy like a Petrocan SIM card yeah. and Petrocan Minutes, but it's just Rogers. Yeah, it's on the Rogers Tower. DCI Wireless is just Telus. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing is like I guess for people who don't know. You know, there's a there's a lot of like as you're saying, there's a lot of mini uh, programs, a lot of mini companies. See, that's they, an MVNO stands for what? A mobile virtual network operator. Mm. So th these are just people reselling like Rogers, the main Tower. one. See yeah. how Telus is an operator. Yeah, they're the main one. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just reselling their service. Yeah, and, that, and that's the under thing. different name. Yeah, people need to know that too. Right? Like some people actually don't know that. Or like, you know, they, it, it's disguised as competition, but and that's the tough thing. And that's where that's the tough part we are in, in Canada. Or as you threaten, I'm going to leave you, Belle. All right. I remember <laughs> people would come to me at Virgin and be like, Belle just was so rude to me and I want to switch. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me just look up your Bell account since this is Virgin <laughs> Mobile and move it over. Like, they just don't know. And I'm like, do you think it's going to show Bell? Yeah. Like on your paperwork, like it, it's all the same. 
And they're like, well, but it's virgin. And I'm like, nah. my paycheck says Bell Mobility Inc. Dog. Like, I'm not even paid by Virgin <laughs> Mobile. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. That hurts, right? And so, I mean, and this is the issue that we've been facing for a time and time again. And so, if we want to go over to the Verizon article there, Mac. This was drama when it came out. So this happened in 2013. A lot of people don't know about this story. This was bad. Well, it was actually potentially really good it for us. It could have been amazing. Uh, and so the title of the article says, Verizon Pullback, a blow to Canadian wireless consumers. Yeah. And so what happened here is Verizon was actively looking to come to Canada and take a huge market share from Bell yep. and these guys, right? And we'll read what happened. So... Verizon's decision to stay out of Canada deals a stinging blow to the government's efforts to make the wireless market more competitive and consumer-friendly, say, industry ep- experts. Obviously, at the time, we had a conservative government and Stephen Harper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without someone like Verizon, what will end up happening is the big three will win, says Waleed uh, Hijazi, a professor at the Rotman School of Management. The big three, Bell, Rogers, and Tellus, have combined 90% market share. They have spent much of the summer telling consumers through an ad campaign that Verizon's entry into the wireless market would be unfair and cost Canadian jobs. Mm-hmm. Look at that FUD, eh? Who do you think they were going to hire? Who do you think Verizon's going to hire? They're going to bring a bunch of Americans here? <laughs> right? That's like, that was like the, like it, it gets worse, trust me. So, <laughs> meanwhile, critics of the Canadian telecom industry said the entry of Verizon would force the big three to offer better services and rates. On Monday, Verizon CEO Lowell McAdam ended the fee for speculation when he told Bloomberg News Service that his company, which was more than 100 million wireless subscribers, would Whoa. not be coming to Canada. We don't know. Uh, McAdam made the comments in, uh, after announcing that Verizon would be paying 100 billion US dollars to buy the 45% stake in Verizon Wireless currently held by British Telecom and Vodafone. Greg O'Brien, editor and publisher of Cart.ca, a news site about the Canadian telecom and electronic media industry, says the possibility of Verizon entering the market was always tenuous uh, and fed by the wishful thinking of Canadian consumers. Verizon's interest was never really all that real, says O'Brien. They were just they were just kicking the tires at wind. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, because they tried to buy wind. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, at Wind and Mobile, Mobile City and considering buying some Spectrum because there are all assets that would be maybe provide them with some growth and, and they decided in the end that it just wouldn't be worth it. Uh, there, there, was a, there was something else in that article I can't totally remember, but it was along those lines where there was just there was this huge propaganda campaign that was put out by these guys. Like a schmear campaign. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's what they, they kept. They were complaining to the Canadian government that they were, that's how, that's how they got... Um, that's how they got out of it, per se, mm. was they're saying, oh, so you're taking foreign interests over Canadian interests. That's how they got around it. So the, this is the part I was talking about. The okay. government countered with a PR campaign of its own. Industry Minister James Moore traveled across the country telling consumers that allowing foreign ownership would increase competition and lower wireless rates in Canada, which are among the highest in the world. Mm-hmm. Despite Verizon's decision not to proceed in Canada, Hazaji said he is encouraged by the fact that the government is going to continue with his pro-competition strategy for the next wireless spectrum auction, which will take place in January 2014, and that never <laughs> happened. Wow. Love all the competition we've got now. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, let's go. Shout out 2021. Yeah. Love all the competition seven years later. Yeah. So it's just like, so yeah, that was the, that, that was the, the you know, Bell, Rogers, um, and Telus all played that game where it's like, oh, so you're taking that four sucks. interests over our interests, right? And so I think that it was actually taking everyday citizens' interest into play. Imagine that, eh? Like just regular everyday people who just want a phone mm-hmm. with unlimited data because it's not that much of an ask. Yeah. So you can tell, like, it just fr- it's frustrating. But that's how that's how these guys play. That's how they. Think. It is. Oh, they don't want. Well, they don't want to lose. Of course not. But that's that's my my huge 
issue is you have to be always, you know, I, if anyone's learned anything through COVID, it's like be suspicious of everything you read, yep. everything you see. Yep. And don't just don't take it for granted. I mean, take it for granted, but don't take it as gospel. Do your own research. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like, like honestly, if back then, I mean, I would have seen through it then because I was very much for Verizon coming here. Yeah. But, like, if I was just a normal person who just was trying to live my life, it's like, oh, man, I don't want them taking Canadian jobs. It's like. Who are they going to hire? Exactly. Like, what? As you said, are they just going to target Canada? Yeah. Did target bring a bunch of Americans to target Canada? No. No, no I don't think that happened. They just hired people here. Oh, did Apple do that? No. Oh, true. My bad. Absolute moronic. Yeah. So yeah. that's what happened. We almost had Verizon up here, folks. Do you think we'll ever see another phone company at the scale of Bell Tellers or Rogers? Like, in 20 years, we gotta. I don't think it's ever going to happen, dude. Really? I think they have such a, like, a stranglehold. I mean, it I don't want to get into the politics of it, but they have a politics have a but it's like but they do like that's they, the biggest factor. Yeah, yeah, I hate talking about it, but yeah, you're right though. You know, we don't have to talk about, it, but yeah, it's like just they, know that politics is the reason. Yeah, I understand. They, they, they have a they have a stranglehold on our politicians. Yeah, so it would take a lot. Um, it's like the money. Are like most? This may be a dumb question. Like, are most politicians like most p- political parties like in favor? Of them being this expensive, or they just don't care. Yeah, they're just like okay. every, like status quo is good because mm-hmm. Bell tells Rogers is they must be like funding or just like there's got to be there's got to be money involved somewhere that the government's like we don't need to listen to Canadians. I think that's part of it, but as well as like Canadians. Okay, maybe we're not fighting enough too. Well, that's that's my issue. Is like, all right, if something were to happen where you see. If you saw it in our streets, we saw a black person shot by cops. People would be in the streets and rioting. We're but not going to compare that to phones. No, that's no. my thing. But they're not going to do that, though. Right. If that's the only time change happens is when people get very frustrated. Then the politicians are like, okay, we guess we have to do something now. Oh, that's right. When mean. politicians are like, status quo is fine. Yeah. So then no one's really coming after us about it. So whatever, right. keep, it going. keep the machine running. And that's yeah. What, I wasn't comparing the two. I just want to clarify that. I was just yeah. saying, like, it takes a lot of. It takes a lot for the politicians to do anything in this country now. Oh, it takes so much. Because it's like, it's it's literally, it's like, you know, for every person who was a victim of police brutality, who Mm -hmm. was a victim of, um, I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Until they stood up for themselves in a way that was like, we're not going to stop. The government was like, we don't care. Mm -hmm. You're not affecting us enough. Exactly. You're not ruining their day enough. Yeah. That's what that's all. It's all about disruption at the end of the day. You just have to ruin their day enough. Yeah. Like, what if it did? Ha- like, what if it was? Because, like, that's what a protest is. Mm-hmm. You're just, really you're. I don't like to use the term ruining someone's day, but you're disrupting someone's regular flow. Yeah. So they have to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So maybe people, maybe Canadians aren't upset about this as we think. Yeah. I mean, we'll grumble about it, but that's yeah. The, that's the Canadian way, though. We Low level to, grumbling does nothing. Yeah, we take a lot. We do take a lot here. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not actively fighting for it. Mm-hmm. I just pay the bill. Yeah. What am I going to do? Not have a phone? Yeah. It's like gas. Mm-hmm. I don't I do, I do. don't look at the price of gas, not because I'm extremely wealthy. Yeah. What am I going to do? Not drive my car? Yeah, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. And same thing with the groceries. Yep. Yeah. I need to eat. Yeah. It's, it's all the same. Like power bill. It doesn't, what I, however expensive it is, I got to pay it. Yeah. I need power. But what would happen if someone took away the food supply chain? 
people would be you best people be showed up in front of province house being like yeah. what the heck is going on like here? why are no trucks bringing us food mm-hmm. where where's the like why is everything empty yeah the, the, there's not the same heart when it comes to, you know, the, what we're paying. Partially because it's normalized. It's like, oh, it's just because our... That was always the excuse. Because it's so hard to build infrastructure here. Yeah. You know, it's it's very difficult. Or that was always my personal favorite excuse. And the like land the dollar was, was worse. Oh. That was always my personal... And then when we, like... Uh, then when, like, we were better than the American dollar and everything was still more expensive up here, it was like... It, that's when I was like, oh, you guys are a bunch of fakes. Yeah. Got you. The country is just really big, so we have to put towers everywhere. Well, you've done, but same with the McKay Bridge. Yeah. Dog, those have been paid off for how long? Yeah. It's I'm still collecting time. tolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't the Cobbwood Pass paid off now, too? It should be. They've just, they, from what I understood, they've borrowed a lot on it. Oh. They've continued to increase the debt. <laughs> so, got it. I, you know, we had one of the politicians who've been trying to fight for that one on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's really fighting hard to get that Cobbwood Pass taken out. Yeah, the tolls. Yeah, the tolls. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. What are we still paying for? It's it's a nice tax. It's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Every time I go across the bridge, I'm like, like the McDonald or the McKay. I'm like, these were built before my parents were born. Right. Why am I paying? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I just drive through Bedford? Yeah. Like, what if we all just started driving through Bedford? So this is something the government did with a Cobra Code Pass. Oh, well, you used to be able to go through. Like my mom was telling me that before that was there. You just have to go through the town to get to New Brunswick. Yeah. Did they block it? No, this is what they did. And I found it out from someone who's lived there a long time. Okay. Uh, it was, uh, he, they're chatting with me and we were driving along that, that longer route. And yeah, the uh, one through the town. Yeah. And okay. Like, yeah. I was like, he's like, uh, you know, he was an older fellow. He's like, oh, you remember, do you know back in the day, this was the only highway in and out of New Brunswick? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, I never knew about that. He's like, yeah. Then they put in that beautiful Colby Quid Pass. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you know what they did? To make sure that everyone paid that toll, they decreased the speed limit on the new spot, on the old spot, and they made sure cops were on it constantly to make sure they were tagging people who were speeding. Oh, because people were like, hey, it used to be a highway, so I'll go 100, and they made it 80 or something. Yeah. <gasps> and so if y'all, you don't want to pay the pa- you don't want to pay the toll, then we're going to catch you a speed ticket. ticket. Yeah. Which is way more expensive. Exactly. <gasps> and that was what they did, that's what they did to condition people to make sure they started taking the Cobequid Pass now. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's nuts, dude. (laughs) We love government. (laughs) So I've never taken that old road. Yeah. Is it look does it look like a highway? Oh yeah, it's like it's like a two way highway. It was like a two lane highway. So it's just like the one oh three. Yeah. Um one oh three, where's that one? Like to go to the South Shore. Oh yeah, it's right next to each other. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's right next to each other. Yeah, it's it's a lot like that. Like you could definitely go hundred on that, no problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's an eighty. Some 70 oh. some spots. So there's a section when, because me and my girlfriend, we travel down the South Shore because that's, you know, she has family that way. And we drove by this one spot and the highway looked brand new. And I was like, like the 103 is old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does this area like look brand new? The road's perfect. All the guardrails are brand new. And she was like, well, because before the highway used to like go through the town. Mm. And we they built this, so it's like similar situation. I'm like, but they didn't put a toll there; they just paid for it, right? Like, why road? It, the way I look at it is like, if you think that's better for Canadians, or in this case, Nova Scotians, to take the Cobequid Pass, mm-hmm. if you're telling us it's better, that's your prerogative. We were fine, yeah. So you pay for it, mm-hmm. not us. Yeah. We didn't ask. Well, did we ask? 
I mean, I'm sure like there was people that were like wanted a faster way to get through. I'm sure it was mainly it was probably mo- mainly transport trucks coming in and out, and like they really wanted to get increase um, exports. Is my guess. Like charge them. Yeah. Like don't charge the nurses who like work across the border, right? Who I are f- saving lives. Yeah, I feel bad for like like com- people who live in Cumberland County who always have to pay that toll. They just live there and they need to access services just like thirty minutes away. Yeah, eight bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Or if you have the pass, it's only five bucks a day. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Give me a break. How about how about no bucks a about, day? Yeah, how about you just scan something and, and I don't say, have to slow down free. to eighty in the middle of a highway. <laughs> And get a speeding ticket in the process. Oh, dude, yeah. There's a there's a lot of drama. Here we go. Here we We're go. talking about the government again. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are officially out of here. We're done. Uh, I I actually gotten that a couple times where people are like, oh, so yes, it's like I started to become a political podcast, eh? And I was like, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> maybe it's time to pivot. The name. <laughs> Elevate politics. <laughs> Elevate politics podcast. Oh my god. Oh, I hate my life. Here we are, but but yeah, man, and this is the same thing we're seeing with with airlines. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. who, like, what options do we have here? Like, Air Canada, which I suppose is a Western. Crown Corp, uh, or no longer a Crown Corp. I'm pretty sure they're still. I'm pretty sure they're still owned by. The government. I don't know. Can you search who owns yeah. Air Canada? Because either way, they're obviously funded by the government. Yeah, definitely. Or kept alive yeah. during this pandemic by yeah. the government. Oh. Yep. There it is. And yeah. oh, that's what? literally not Wikipedia. Hello. That's the air. that's the internet for the airport. <laughs> Let's see what they got planned. Why did that? I wanted to click this. Oh yeah, because oh, weird. You, oh, yeah, I'll tell you about that after. Okay. that's something Google's been doing lately. I don't like that. So oh. under on that side, normally it says who the owner is. Who that owns it? SNC Live one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Qu- ownership. ownership. Fully privatized in '89. To who? To public shares. Public participation. On the, on the, in 2016, it went pub- public. So, so it's owned by us? What does this mean? <laughs> currently, who owns this? <laughs> we don't currently know Let who owns in. Air Canada. Because <laughs> there's a lot of, either way, what we're learning is there's a lot of Canadian government involvement in mm-hmm. that business. Yeah. Like yeah. your other options are what? WestJet. And that's it. Uh, and then there's Jazz, which is Air Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And WestJet's got a... We actually have... Um, oh, do you have who owns them too? Right, I'm pretty sure. Is Air Canada owned by United? Like, probably. Yeah, probably is. Like, we don't know at this point. But, yeah, like, when you go to book a flight, it's cheaper to get to Florida than it is to Montreal sometimes. Yeah. <gasps> I know. Like, what? Yeah, well, like, my flight's to Toronto. No, where'd I go? I went to Montreal last. And it was, like, 400 bucks each way. For so economy. $800 on WestJet, Yeah. How early in advance were you booking? Like a month. Okay, well, yeah. So like, not like super last minute though. Yeah, and that's the thing, I guess. Like one month notice is pretty good. That should be pretty good. Even I. Like a month. Sorry I didn't plan my trip a year in advance. Yeah, that's. Like I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But have you tried booking a flight the day before? Nope, don't want to even know. Oh my god. Thousands. My roommate, when she came to surprised me in toronto once from halifax okay she bought the ticket like three days no two days before oh no and it was like over eight hundred dollars each way no i don't believe so but that like at the same time to toronto a two-hour flight i know i think she also had a layover also tell me why my flights to montreal 
will sometimes have a layover in Toronto. Yeah. Like, Ew. No. Like, why do you then. fly past Montreal to pick up more people and then go back? Take me to Montreal. I would rather spend an extra $150 to not fly have direct. To, yeah. I don't do layovers. I had a layover once in, um, in Fredericton, New <laughs> Brunswick. Oh. And it was in the middle of the winter. Oh. And they, it was like one of those like eight seater jets. Cause it's like, oh, uh, where there's like two rows, two rows, and just a eight walkway. People, walkway. Eight people. Was it Porter? Who would that be? WestJet. I couldn't even tell you. It was your WestJet. It yeah. was someone's in their backyard. Like I, and they Oof. had to go out and like de-ice the wings. Okay. I swear, procedure. I thought we were going to have to get out of the plane and push it ourselves because it would not start. And it was like, they're like, oh, hold on. It was like 50 minutes delayed. That's the f- time of the flight. And this was all through, yeah, it was through Air Canada. So I don't know. Got it was it. like probably jazz. Or you know, don't trust. Yeah, you don't trust yeah. them. They're horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Discount no. a discount airline carriers are way worse than discount phone carriers. That's true. Way yeah. different. Way different. And it's just Spirit why when you're yeah. six foot tall, dog, you don't book you don't book a discount airline when you're tall. True. You can't. You can't. You can't sit in economy. No, you can't. It's just And their business classes like we give you an extra inch and a half and a squishy pillow. Yeah. And then they say, okay. love us. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. I just don't understand. Still yeah. buy our Wi-Fi, though. Because you can fly from, like, Florida to Nevada for about, like, $85. Easy. That's the difference. Like, of what? Co- That's opposite coasts, isn't it? Yeah. That's literally the difference of competition. That's literally the difference. Yeah, because, again, America's got a ton of airlines. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, who was it? I was talking to a friend of mine who was looking to fly from Orlando to Columbia. To Columbia? Yeah. 200 bucks. <gasps> well, that's why, like, we've gone down south, for example, like Jamaica or Dominican. And, it, like, you go with what, I forget what they're called, but they're, like, a different type of airline. They're, like, uh, they're for, like, destinations like that. Oh, they, they have Sun a certain Wing. name. Like a Sunwing, oh, Air yeah. Transat, you know, mm-hmm. places, yeah. companies like that. Yeah. The flights are so cheap to get down south. You're crossing over countries from Halifax, yeah. and they're like so cheap, yeah, because it's an American-owned company. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you go Air Canada to Toronto on an Air Canada flight, and you're like, okay, I guess I have no money right. to get like an Uber at the airport. Well, I was thinking yeah. when me and my wife went out to to visit, uh, we went to Alberta to see, uh, go to Banff, right? right? Oh, that right, was, that's across the country. Yeah, dude, that was eight hundred dollars round trip per ticket. Yeah. And that was probably booked way in advance. Yeah, we booked that four months in advance. Yeah. See, if you'd booked that a month in advance, that would have been cranked. Yeah. <sighs> I haven't heard that term in a while. I haven't said cranked in a while. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh, might bring it back. Whoa. <laughs> and even their plan with, like, Aeroplan. No. Yeah. Aeroplan and stuff. I am worth it. It's no. no. My Amex does give me lounge access, though, and I cannot go back. Oh. Yeah, once you go there. Oh. It's just, why wouldn't anyone want Unlimited to free food and drinks. Or else you could just pay $35 to go in. Which is also a great deal. Yeah. I think it is. If you have like an eight-hour layover, go to the lounge. Yep. Save so much money. Straight up. I for <laughs> the the lounge experience hits a little less when you have to get onto your crammed flight in economy. Yeah. Oh, and there's something else Air Canada will do. Is the like not check anyone's bag. Like I don't check a bag when I fly. I will make it a point to never check a bag. I just, the thought of waiting. Yeah. Well, I, no, I want to leave. Mm-hmm. 
So I never check a bag. And then I get to the gate and they're like, no one's checked a bag for this flight. We're not going to have enough room in the cabin. So we're going to start checking bags for you for free at the gate. Yeah. I was like, not mine. Like, not, nope, not mine. And they're like, we're going to start giving. And then they start like begging, like, we're going to give a $50 gift card. And I'm like, okay, now you're speaking my language. Like, <laughs> well, let's see what. And then I'm like, I'll play it to you. And then they'll, they'll like work their number up to like 150 and stuff. I'm like, you guys are pathetic. Well, that was like just make it free at the gate. Yeah. Like, make it free at check in, and no one would, and people would start doing it. Exactly. Yeah. It's because a check bag is $50. I know. Insane. I'm not going to check a bag for 50 bucks. I remember like when they, they used to be free. Yeah. Um, they started that started, they started charging about, about six or seven years ago for what it, it's going on the plane either way yeah. and also like yeah. overage fees yeah. so you're saying the plane all of a sudden won't crash because i paid you an extra hundred bucks oh good to know like thanks <laughs> We're glad, glad that's how it works yeah like they just it's so greedy it, it and and the problem is and that's it goes people back are to already the Canadian stressed issues. and like don't want to be in an air i love the airport but there's people there who just don't want to they be there. don't want to be there and that's my problem is like the they can just do it to us, and that's the that's the issue. Because who's stopping them? No one's stopping them. Because air travel is heavily regulated, mm -hmm. and the companies that are allowed to do it are heavily regulated. Yeah, or I hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of them was owned by the Canadian government. So yep. that's that's how regulated it is. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 tough, right? And uh, it would be nice to have some, some more competition for airlines up here for sure. Yeah, uh, but like not many. Like not many, there's a lot of smaller airlines, but none of them can with Air Canada WestJet. No, like there's, yeah, like there are little airlines who will do like Halifax to Sydney. Yeah. And like PEI or like Charlottetown to like Porter. Swoop. Well, does, Porter only has a few destinations, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like one of those like smaller ones, right? So. But the treatment on a Porter flight's pretty good. Yeah, I, I remember when they first started. Ah. Uh, and they were like, boss, dude. Like they're still, I would say they're, they're it's nice to fly into Toronto Island. Yeah. Like to land at Billy Bishop's really convenient mm -hmm. and not land at Pearson. The planes are small though. Yeah. The planes are small. Especially for a guy like you. Yeah. So they're small, but you get pretty good snacks, mm -hmm. free beer and wine the entire flight. Yeah, it's nice. That's crazy. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a plus side to everything. I think I'd still rather fly Porter over WestJet. I agree with that. All right. If I could fly Porter from here to. You know, like you go out west somewhere, that'd be even yeah. Better. Or if but I could take, like, I don't think Porter will go to like the states at all, will it? They start, they start doing some destinations. Like, oh. I would take Porter, New York, in a heartbeat. Oh, I yeah. think they started doing New York and Chicago, and they also randomly did Myrtle Beach. Weird, oh, yeah. Because I feel like they would fly into like LaGuardia. Yeah, like they wouldn't fly to JFK, oh, which okay. is sick. Yeah, exactly. So it like, works they have the airports that they choose to land in. I think are really convenient. Mm -hmm. Like the big iconic airports in every big city suck. Yeah. And yeah. there's like this room, like people romanticize JFK. Mm -hmm. Have you been to JFK? Like been there? Uh, it's not like, it's not fun. Right. There's eight terminals and no one knows what they're doing. It's so stressful. Oh, so stressful. I'd rather fly in like a quaint little airport that's like out of the city by an hour. Mm -hmm. That's so convenient. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, so that's that's what we face as Canadians. Uh, in we just summer. get the crap end of the stick, yeah. man. So that's like for those who don't know what's going on, that's what we're facing. That's why you know you, you face higher prices, a lot of things. Yeah, and uh, we just want to do our best to let you know. And uh, so we'll we'll skip that for now. Um, we kind of got to jump to just answering some some of these questions. So those who don't know, uh, we had another 
video go viral on TikTok? It was because there's been a couple. Yeah. So the one obviously you had Max that did well. Um, yeah. Talking about the cockroaches. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That was yeah. Tough. Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> um, but as well, obviously my my take on you know uh, the vaccine passport, the or, or I should say the vac- proof of vaccination. Yeah. Uh, rules that are going into place here in the province got a lot of uh, yeah. traction, yeah. which I didn't want them to. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was scared to post it, um, but I knew it needed to go. Um, yeah, and uh, I was like, I, I purposely this is it shows you that TikTok's algorithms for real. Is I purposely posted it at like such a ridic- ridiculous time on a Monday so that no one would actually actually see it, but we posted it, but just no one would see it. And then it took off, and I was like, yeah. dang it. <laughs> <laughs> they called your bluff. They, start, they really did call my bluff on that one. Now you got to stand by what you believe in. <laughs> exactly. And now you have a lot of people who had a lot of different opinions. Uh, and what can I say? No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's I not. It's gets gross. the people going. I will say I read the comments, and I was obviously they're the ones that I was expecting with, mm. with people like in an uproar. Yeah. But there were an equal amount of comments being like, yeah. I was like, oh. I, yeah, there hasn't really been a platform that I've been able to accurately gauge to yeah. see if people are like 50, is it 50, 50, is it all one side? And I was like this, it was close to 50, 50, I think yeah. across all. So I was like, cause I've never had the ability to like gauge them cause they've never been like on a platform right. that I have somewhat control over. Of. Right. So I was like, interesting to see what people think. Mm-hmm. It is really interesting to, because well, I don't hate on what anyone thinks. I just want to know. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like the first night went up. That's when like a lot of the comments started streaming in and like they were coming after me. Yes. And, uh, you know, <laughs> coward in the blue cap. And, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, why did I do this? You know, right. but I knew it was going to come. I was like, yeah. I just, you know, it was part of the reason why i wanted to release it was a i just i felt like someone needed to push against the popular narrative just yeah. to, just to stem some conversation on it mm-hmm. um but two is i'm a sensitive person and it's good for me it was a good exercise to help me not take things personally yeah you know because it really is just a bunch of unknown people hiding behind images that aren't even of their own most likely uh, and likewise you're just a guy on a podcast. Yeah. You know, you're not a doctor or scientist. I'm or, not a doctor. Just, oh, yeah, someone said that. Right? <laughs> like, you're just, you are just a person with an opinion. Mm-hmm. And you just did it for yourself, really. And I think as long as you do things for yourself. This, and, this, and I cited journals. Okay. I didn't just go off on a whim saying, this is what I'm feeling this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. You they know, weren't. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they were, they were I, thought out. Yeah. I wasn't just talking off my butt. But uh, but yeah yeah I'm not a doctor, but I uh, I am a designer though. Admittedly, was kind of because I know you now. Like I've, mm. I've spent enough time with you, and I was like waiting for like the emotional Josh to be like, uh oh, oh yeah. this happened, mm. and you never texted with it. You we, like you, there was you, you were never shook by it, mm. and I was like, whoa, because I know like like things like that would mm. they mean a lot to you. Like yeah. I know they mean a lot to you, and mm. I think that's a great character. Mm-hmm. characteristic and i was like wow he 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 owned this like from start to end like you owned it yeah and that's a huge thing to own like how you feel on the internet i appreciate that man it means a lot it was a huge exercise for me like it yeah was, it was like the first night it was really hard because it was like that's when a lot of the negativity was coming in. yeah um and uh but like at the end of the day the big thing for me was i don't care what joe Schmo on the internet has to say of uh, what, whether they support it or they're against it, I don't care. The people I care about are my wife, 
you guys. Yeah. If, if I got a call from you and you're like, hey, Josh, that was a little over the line. That would mean a lot to me. Of like, oh, yeah. I would reconsider what I said. Yeah. Um, but there's a bunch of guys on the internet who are just going off. Yeah. You know, I, I, I genuinely, I honestly, I don't care. Yeah. You know, and even if you're there supporting me, there's a lot of people who, you know, quote support. Totally. Me. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I, I, also, I also don't care. You know, yeah, and I appreciate I, it. I love I the care. support. Yeah. Hate the negativity. Yeah. But I don't care in the sense of it's not going to change what I think. No. You know, it, you're it, not the one. You Like, I love the I love the passion and the enthusiasm by people in, in TikTok comments, mm-hmm. but I promise you're not the first to try, mm-hmm. and you're not the one who's going to make me change. Yeah, exactly. As yeah, in, in any sense, yeah. Yeah. I have I have opinions and values on almost everything I do. I am mm-hmm. very loud, right? You know, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. I'm this way for a reason, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just have to be. You just have to own it. Mm-hmm. It's not easy though. No, it was uh, that's that was the it was funny kind of seeing the the theme. So uh, like as someone who runs the account, mm. it's interesting to kind of see the ebbs and flows. So like obviously yeah. the first night things were popping like crazy, and yeah. then the next day, silence, silent. And I predicted I was like, well, what's gonna we're happen in for one more? Well, well that, but it was more so everyone's at work during the day. What's gonna happen is their inhibitions are gonna come down in the evening. They're gonna be tired, and they're gonna see something that triggers them, and that's when people start getting spicy because the they've got the, the time. Way. And they're already annoyed at work, life, school, the traffic, and you are the person they can let that out on. Exactly. And what happened? It was like we stagnated 8,000 views um, that first day. The whole day we were at 8,000 views. I left my house at 6 o'clock, got to my friend's house at 7.30-ish. Okay. And it skyrocketed 20,000 <gasps> within an hour and a half. People I don't crazy. understand TikTok. Dude. It's so fun. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's a, you it's can't, a witching hour over you here. You can't think you know what you're doing on TikTok. No. I've watched wow. a lot of videos on it, and it's like, it's it's a beast. Everyone's got a different take. Yep. It's very interesting. So it was, it was wild. That's what exactly what happened. It was like these comments started taking off, and that's when it happened is it got to the point where people stopped coming after me. And they start going after each other in the comments. That's when that's when the video is at a good point. Yeah. Is when you you're like, yeah. there's now like, because I think the whole reason we're doing all this is to create dialogue. Yeah. So when there's dialogue being created, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, there's people talking on our video. Yeah. And that's what I think it's all about. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And that's that's. We just put a hot take out there. Yeah. What do you think? You're an idiot. Good to know. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. My podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Great. You know, <laughs> and, uh, like it, it's, it, it's always good fun, but yeah, so anyways, all that to say, safe to say is it, it was an experience to put that one out. Dang. And we, we highlighted a couple of the comments that we thought were interesting. Um, there's one, uh, Martin Johns, sorry, Matt Johnstone for, says we are not, we are not at herd immunity anywhere in Canada. And this is not a breach of privacy because it is a choice also is a temporary measure. So I appreciate the take and yeah, I can understand other, I saw that comment a few times where like 90% is herd immunity. Um, and I will, you know, I d- definitely respect the take, but like I, I, I was doing a lot of digging. I couldn't find anything about 90% herd yeah. immunity. All yeah. I could see, all I could find were things is about 70%. Yeah. So I was like, I could be wrong. I'm just telling yeah. you what I saw on different um, and these are not medical websites. These are like medical yeah, journals. Mayo Clinic, yeah, WHO, CDC, WHO, all of them. Yeah, and I was like, "This is what yeah. they're saying." Like, uh, yeah. Either way, link us. Yeah, please. I'd love to see it. Drop a link. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, but obviously that, you know, now it gets, it's out to sub, uh, you know, uh, subjectivity of about if it's a breach, breach of privacy or not, that's the debate. That's a fun debate to have. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, and it's a temporary measure, which I also saw that people saying that a lot too, is this is just temporary. I don't see that anywhere. I, I'm like, I, I have not read that. At any not point. at least in Nova Scotia. I've never this seen it. This is one point I thought was interesting was, you know, Trudeau's promise in his current campaign mm. is $1 billion to, you know, spread amongst the provinces to those who, you know, activate a vaccine passport program. Right. And, ah. and I'm like, and that, someone made the point. It's like, you really think the government's going to kick in a billion dollars for a temporary program? And you think our government's going to not take the billion dollars? Right. We already talked about this a couple weeks back about, you know, the municipality and the provincial governments. They love other people's money. Yeah. And doing whatever they want with it. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'd, I'd pray, pray it's a temporary measure. I just don't see it. And don't get me wrong. I saw a lot of people have a lot of great takes and they have a really passion on both sides. And trust me, I so badly want to live in the world and believe that this is all for our good. This is all for the greater benefit of everybody. I really want to believe that. I sincerely do. Mm -hmm. There's just some things I've been seeing that cause me to doubt. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So straight up. Um, and here we go. Abby Cat to 2018. She was, I, I was going to say they were spicy in the comments. This is one of the, that got things going, but a business is not checking your medical records. It would be very similar to checking your ID for an alcoholic, for alcoholic drinks. I saw that a few times too. Oh. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? What are your guys' thoughts on that? I see it's I don't have see I don't have a problem with the vaccine passport. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to like counteract that with anything because to me it's like I wouldn't have an education if my parents didn't provide my elementary school with my vaccination records. Mm -hmm. Right? So the idea of a vaccination record is not new or foreign to me. Um and where the result on a vaccination record is binary it's either a yes or a no they don't go into any further detail about what happened that day with that nurse to me i'm like i don't care if you see a yes or no answer regarding something i chose to do so i agree mm. cool yeah i i think at the same time, I think I do, it kind of mixes in with the first comment. Like, I think that it is kind of a choice. It's like, it's a choice if you want to have a drink at a bar yep. or something, yep. you have to have your ID to show that. And it's like, it's your choice to be able to want to go out to a business that says we are mandating that you are fully vaccinated. Well, then that's just like, it's kind of your privilege to be able to go into this place because you actually yeah. have that like the record showing that you do have that because i like into me as well i don't care i'm fully vaccinated so if you want to see my record here so it doesn't really bother me i just think yeah it's like it's just another thing that you'd have to like kind of think of to be like oh yeah but at the same time that comment reminds me of a tiktok that i saw where people were like well now make sure Make sure besties that when you bring your fake IDs out. Make sure it matches your match vaccination <laughs> record. Because <laughs> there's no. two forms of, like, now yeah, you can't get in. they have to match. They have to match. So I find that funny. Every but. every person's going to be downloading, like, Adobe Pro so they can PDF edit their <laughs> vaccination record. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, my whole thing is like, I've always been a supporter of businesses having the right to do whatever a owned business wants to do. And it would be hypocritical of me in this moment to say, well, they can't do that. So I have to, you know, I have to give it to a, a, an owned business. Let's talk about that then. Okay. I don't, it's not their choice. Why? The government's telling them to do it. But what if the government wasn't and they wanted to? That's a different story. But that's the problem is that's. No, I'm not going to do that path. But so the government is saying, like, at a restaurant, they have to check. Yeah, they're, 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 it's, this is by law. Right. You know, and it's, right. up, and it's up to the, if there's a restaurant that truly believes that, no, this is wrong, they're going to get seriously fined if they go against it. Oh, so the business can't make a choice either. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, don't love that. Only some businesses have a choice. Other businesses don't. See, I don't like when which, which is like, you can't make your own choice for your own business. I'm mm-hmm. also thinking, like, how strict are like the like you know because some it's it's like when you serve alcohol to a minor like you just have to make sure that the other people don't find out like upper people don't find out yeah i feel like it might be the same here where you'll go into like julep downstairs and you'll be like oh here's my vaccine record and they're like oh it's fine just go in like right. how adamant are they going to be with actually mandating yeah, like are they like looking me up in like a database It'll don't love that because that's where i'm like I don't feel like it's going to be like that. I don't like when the Dome or Roxbury scans my ID and takes a picture of me. Like, I don't love Ooh. that. Yeah. But I want to go inside. Not the Dome. <laughs> so if I want to go inside, I guess I have to do that. Mm-hmm. But that's their prerogative. They set that up, not the government. I didn't know that a business would be penalized for not doing this. Yeah. And that, that's where a lot of the confusion came out, at least with Dr. Strang the other day, because mm. they, they let out a list of like the types of businesses that have to do it and types of businesses that have an option if they want to do it. And it oh. was like, it was like, it was super weird and arbitrary in a lot of ways. And everyone's like, okay, if we're going to do this and do it. You know, if we're not going to do it, then don't do it. Like make up your mind. Cause you can't half send this. No, you, you can't. Cause that, there, there, there'll be loopholes all over the place with it. Yeah. So then I'm thinking, is the government purposely letting there be loopholes so they can say they did it, but actually just let it be uh, a free for all? So just are they being like, like we have we have it. vaccine passports, but we don't? Mm. Yeah, trying to make everyone happy to make it look right. Like, are they mm. just trying to people please? Like, is this actually just kind of like a front? Interesting. Like maybe there maybe there's loopholes by design. It's a fair point. It's interesting. I guess we'll find out. Guess we will on October fifth. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll probably go in. I feel like yeah, you'll go into a restaurant. And they, like no one will check. <laughs> that's I've a got a sneaking me, suspicion. Part of me. That's just what it, I like. They say they're going to do it because they have to. Because they have to, but then they're not going to do it. What is a police like, officer going to come in and say no? Compliance I guess, is my issue. Compli- is the compliance, oh. like compliance officers are getting spicy these days. So I know, but, but my whole I thing guess is there like, have to be so many compliance officers, like constantly checking and making sure that this is happening all throughout the city. Yeah, yeah but like, remember how weak like COVID protocols, like COVID protocols, got just gradually weaker and weaker everywhere I went. Like all of a sudden, I was like, "Ew, everything's dirty again." Like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Aren't you supposed to be regularly cleaning still?" Right. So it's like these businesses yeah. have been like. Yeah, the government's saying that, but, like, we feel we're good, so this is how we're doing it. Mm. And it's, like, until, you know, compliance officers show up, we're just going to do what we want. Right. Which is, like, like, I mean, at least in this city, in this province, 
they can't even afford meter maids after six o'clock at night. True. Are they going to hire compliance officers to go around? Do it at every bar and restaurant. Yeah. And so you don't need one to get into a mall. No. Okay. A shopping center. Do you want to pull that up? Because okay. like, I'm actually curious. Like, I think, I think on, the list said, yeah. It was like, on, uh, I think was? Halifax Noise Instagram actually, I think, posted it. Okay. Let's just go to Instagram. And like, um, what's the word? Like grocery stores. Because yeah. essentially you don't need to. Yeah, like that's essential. Like, yeah. Uh, is it no? No, it's well, like a bullet. Yeah, that one. Yeah. They post so much. They do. Proof required. Sorry. Restaurants, including fast food. So retail store, so mall, I'm assuming yeah. be fine. Yeah. Right? It said could be required. So that's optional. Can enforce their own policy. So we'll go Got through, it. Let's go through the list that's required. Okay, so okay, restaurants, okay. not excluding fast food restaurants. Yep, yep. Bars, pubs, casinos, gaming establishments, gyms, fitness classes. Dance classes, music lessons, climbing gyms, arcades, go-karts, festivals and special events, live theater, movie theaters, sport, sports events, school activities during school hours, bus, boat, walking tours, museums, libraries, AGNS, weddings, funerals, receptions. Okay. Required. Proof of uh, vaccination could be required, so it's optional. Business decides. Yeah. Business decides. Okay. Yeah. Bus- uh, retail stores, so malls, banks. Accountants, law offices, hair salons, barbershops, doctors, dentists, massage therapy places, hotels, cottages, campgrounds, faith services, school-based activities before and after school, business meetings, republic not present, government services, food banks, shelters, family resource centers, informal gatherings at a private residence. I mean, I hope that could be required. There's one. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, at a private residence. What? What about barbecue? They're like, hey, hey, you can't get in. Can you scan this? The one that gets me here, hair salons, barbershops, spas, tattoo parlors. Do you remember when COVID first happened, March 2020? They went after them. They were the ones that were open. Like, that was the last thing. That was one of the last things to open. They thought that was the most dangerous. Yeah. And, like, well, they how could, are they? They may have looked at the stats. Where oh. they had, there there was nothing originating from barbershops. Yeah, like I felt super. We, we had to wear masks. Yeah, it was super safe. You take your mask off to eat in a restaurant. Yeah, oh, but you're gonna make me wear it to walk in. But, but I've never understood that. What if it's McDonald's? We're all good. Yeah. Like what? So it fast just, food it's very restaurants. Contradicting. Like it doesn't. So that means <laughs> I can not sit down at a sit down restaurant. Yeah. And eat without this. Pass. But I could sit down in a McDonald's and eat without it. Yeah. Why? It, it's just intentional like, loopholes. It's, it's an intentional don't. loophole. I'm t- it has to be. It's, it's very Because it's a restaurant. I don't care if it's fast food. You're yeah. cooking food. I'm taking my mask down. I'm eating it. Yeah. And that's what people are talking about. There's like, okay, so so we ha- so we 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 do the whole COVID pass. Yeah. We're all together in all these other places, but these other places are restricted. Why? Yeah, so what happens when I go to my faith service without yeah. a mask and yeah. not checked? Yeah. Someone there gives me COVID, <laughs> but I still have the vaccine, so now I'm just carrying it. Yeah. I do it here. I say I go to a uh, casino. Go to the restaurant yeah, yeah, whatever. Or go to the casino right from church. <laughs> and <Amen>. then you <laughs> get give it to someone there who then goes to an informal gathering at a private residence and gives it to everyone there. Like, it just made its way around no matter what, right? Like, it just, to me, it's like, it's just this piece of paper that lets you in. It doesn't prevent COVID. No. It just lets you in. Yeah. Which I, is, and yeah. The, thus why it's such a weird 
thing in the first place. And the thing is, like, I, maybe it's self. I'm fully vaccinated, so it's like, do it. I don't care. I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll still be able to do what I want to do. But I'm just like, what? This oh. is interesting, this comment where it says. Oh, so this is on Halifax Noises Instagram. Yeah, it I says, so I guess I could s- can spread at the places in the green, but it can't in the places in the blue. This vaccine passport has to be the most illogical thing I've ever seen. A lot of comments are like, I'm fully vaccinated and this is stupid. See, someone said, as someone who is fully vaccinated and a student of history and politics, this makes me very uncomfortable. Like, and I see it because this is just super contradicting. Like, why, why these? Because it's like sports. But why not these? Pl- like, so sports. When you're not in school, you need it. But when you do school-based activities, which are likely sports, before you and don't, after you school, don't, you, don't you don't need it. Like, only what? Like, it's gonna. But you're still doing sports. It's gonna. This, <laughs> like, what? I just don't get it. In terms of how it's not going to. Just make it everywhere or not at all. No one knows what it means. That's my thing. Like, why wouldn't you just sure. say vaccine passport everywhere? Or why don't you just say vaccine passport, businesses decide. And then as the consumer, I can say, I don't want to go somewhere where they don't enforce this rule. Comes back to the competition thing. Interesting. Let so the, then let you, the market decide. So you could say, I want to eat at places where they don't enforce it. Yeah. And I could say, I want to eat at places where they do. And then we just go eat where we want. As someone who's an idealist, that would work in my mind. Like, that'd be perfect. Yeah. But that would also scare me. Because that would, I'd find that would probably further divide our society more than it is. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, friends would be like, I'm eating here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you believe in vaccine passes and get, hit the road, Jack. That's a, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but it's like it, the whole thing sucks. I ha- I mean, I'll be honest. I hate the whole thing. The, the, everything sucks about this in terms of like uh, society, small business, all of it. Business, all of it. Like it's just the situation sucks. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and I, I'm sure it's not easy on those who are in leadership right now. I'm sure they're they're pulling their hair out trying to figure this uh, out. I keep saying no one was given a handbook on how to handle a pandemic. Yeah. Like I get it. These people yeah. are just doing what Let, they think. Is best unless you talk to Lance Morlock, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, no matter how much they're trying to do their best, they're still a greasy politician. Because that's who's you know. If yeah. if there was doctors making the decision, all like sure, I'm sure there was doctors involved in this, and someone's going to go on and say, "Well, of course the doctor made the decision." But, but do you know that? Right. Because it's vocalized. From a political party. Mm-hmm. Like, that was Ian Rankin's, like, whole thing. Scotia Pass. Like, he made that a part of his campaign. Mm-hmm. He just politicized the public health measure. Yeah. Why is that part of your campaign? Shouldn't, if it was good for, if it was good, so good for us, it should you shouldn't, it's like, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Because Tim Houston, his competition, said that, that he was probably going to do a pass too, didn't he? He, he is doing it. He never he never said anything about it. Oh, he just remained quiet. He, he intentionally remained quiet on it. Got it. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to get those right wing votes too. Got it. Yeah. Oh well, then I don't know. Yeah, it's don't trust politicians. There you go. Yeah, don't trust politicians. All I'll say about this is 
I think I mean I think Dalton, you're probably onto something. It's probably intentionally ambiguous um, to keep things. Oh, or peaceful. they just have no clue what they're doing. <laughs> that could also be the case. They're just putting the cart before Scotia. the horse. Yeah. <laughs> like they just are just shooting. You throw enough crap at a wall, someone's gonna stick. All right, I think we got that one right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, for sure. Well, as the thing is, like I heard about in BC again. I didn't. I only. I didn't. Okay, you know what? To finish this off, this is what I thought was interesting. Um, first, I'll say. Apparently, it's a temporary measure in BC till December that they're doing vaccine passports, which that was interesting. Okay. I haven't read that, but I heard that. Okay. Uh, if you go back to here, I have a tab open, Mac, because oh, yeah. the UK wanted to do vaccine passports and they decide not to. So oh. Right here. oh yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. England, I should say. Oh. England abandons vaccine passport plans. Let's read this. Okay. As, poor, as more countries turn to coronavirus vaccination requirements in a bid to bring the pandemic to a heel, uh, to heal, England is moving in a different direction. I'm pleased to say that we will not be going ahead with plans for her vaccine passports. UK Health Secretary Sajid Javid told the BBC to Nick Robinson on the Andrew Marr show on Sunday. There's a lot of defenses that we need to keep in place because this virus hasn't gone anywhere. There's still a pandemic. So, of course, we need to remain cautious, he said. But we sh- just shouldn't be doing things for the sake of it or because others are doing it. I, I agree with that. The announcement marked a reversal of the government's plan to require proof of full vaccination to enter nightclubs and other crowded venues in England. Intended to incentivize vaccine uptake, especially among young people, the system had been expected to take effect at the end of the month. So what happened? About 65% of the population in England is fully immunized, but vaccination rates among young people have lagged behind most of the older demographics. Coronavirus cases have dropped since July, though England is still reporting more than 20,000 new cases per day. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's so many. That's <laughs> Some of life's most important pleasures and opportunities are likely to be increasingly dependent on vaccination, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said in remarks directed to young people in July. Officials had previously suggested, however, that the plan would never become reality and that the government was using the threat of vaccine passports to convince people to get the shots. In late July, Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab Rayab pointed to the surge in vaccination appointments in France following its government's ans- announcement that proof of vaccination and negative coronavirus tests or natural immunity would be required to access restaurants, cafes, and other places beginning in August. That's interesting. Whoa. Uh, yeah. A month so after. do you think maybe they had said it as like a scare tactic to get people to go get vaccinated and then they were just like, you did it, so now we're just not going to do the passport? I think that's that's what they said. Yeah. Oh, Whoa is interesting i wonder do you think this is like a scare tactic in nova scotia to push people over the edge to be like well i'll just go get it then it could be because people on facebook today that we know or that we're seeing like shared posts of people are being like since i'm being coerced or forced into it i might as well go get my shot now anyway so i'm like oh my gosh maybe it's working i noticed that on the release of something that it was like medical exemption policy to follow Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you'd think you'd release that, like, with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you had all this time. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> and uh, to me, it's just like, why don't you release it as a package? Like, why don't you, mm-hmm. why do you release it, scare everyone who is waiting for medical exemptions into thinking they're not going to be included, and be like, but we're working on it. What? How long can it take to, even if, yeah. say it takes two weeks to make the policy. Mm-hmm. The government didn't think two weeks before creating this that they should cover all their base. It's so, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I I just don't get the lack of attention to detail on something so important. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's so easy for me to be like, I don't care, I'm vaccinated. Exactly. And it's selfish, yes, but when my door closes at night, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I got to mow my own lawn first. 
Yeah. But then I'm like, this last year and a half has been about supporting your neighbor and helping people and, and being there and everything. So I'm like, why is the government not helping people and supporting people who like need it in this, mm-hmm. you know, the, the support we need now has changed. We no longer need as much of like the emotional, we're going to, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, it's passing, but how am I going to be protected when you're telling me you won't give me a second shot? Yeah. I don't know. Because this too has passed. In the eyes of the government, obviously, if they're going forward with these plans, they're acknowledging the fact that coronavirus is obviously on its way out of Nova Scotia if they're entering phase five next month. Right. So you have to, you've got to release, like, I don't know, this whole time, I feel like the government's been playing catch up with their own policies. Yeah. Like, they release a policy, then they're catching up to what they said. And they're catching up to what they said. So... Well, I don't know. It's coming up to two years of COVID happening. March yeah. 2022 will be two years. Two years. And they're probably not going to have it figured out by then. They'll have something. What they think is yeah. what they think is the best figured out. And then there'll be something. Yeah. Or a new development or a new best way of doing it or something or a new app or they're yeah. going to release an app or, you know, there'll be something. Exactly. I, will, I mean, I will say this, and this is the reason why I feel like a lot of people are skeptical too. Yeah. For good reason. Is I hate to, I, I'll just bring it up because it's an interesting discussion topic. Yeah. But would people be as adamant about getting the vaccine if Trump was still in power? What do you mean? Like, do, like, would they be so adamant about getting the vaccine? Because there is interviews with Kamala Harris. Yeah. Biden said, I will never have take a vaccine that was started up by Trump. Right. But he was in office when the vaccine started, wasn't it? He was the one, he started the whole thing. Like, he's the one who pumped a bunch of money into Pfizer to get this thing going. Right. And it was, it started, it all started on his watch. This is the same vaccine. And he wasn't, it's not like him, he's in the lab cooking up this vaccine. Yeah. Right? He numbed, yeah. But like, but that was, it was, it was such a political, it was so polit- political from the get go. Thus, why it's become political. Right. Um, and people are just like, okay, well, and now Kamala Harris and Joe Biden down south are like, oh, yeah, the vaccine's great. He's like, wait, you were just trashing the same vaccine when you weren't in power. Right. So wait, what's real and what's not? Now I'm, those who are already skeptical of government are already like, oh, should I get it? Should I not? Right. And now you have people telling them, you're a terrible person if you don't get the vaccine. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. You should be out of society. You know, it's like now they're just confused. It took, what it took me to really for me, I was I was hesitant too. Yeah. And it took my wife, who is in the medical field of some degree, yeah. had to walk through, had had to help me separate the politics from the reality of the vaccine. Yes. And I was like, okay, just ignore the loud voices. And like, the vaccine's good. It does its thing. Yeah. You can take it. You'll be fine. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, that works for me. But I was, I was personally scared because of what I was seeing. Well, because you can't see through the noise. It's tough to see it. Yeah. You can't unless mm-hmm. you, I mean, that's awesome that you mm-hmm. had someone you could turn to like that. Mm-hmm. But even like, there's like YouTube videos of like explaining the coronavirus vaccine, and heaven forbid you look at the comments because then all of a sudden you're yeah. re-inundated with all the fear that you just got rid of by watching the video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's so you so can't even escape there. it. You can't even escape it. So I have a lot of empathy for people on either side. There's people who just who like think like you know will take the vaccine because they want their family to be safe, and I get that. Yeah. I can totally empathize with that. And there's others who are just super skeptical and like because they have been harmed by vaccines in the past, maybe. Um, well, I know, for example, there's um, 
something that like you can you almost get sick when you are immunized yeah um so th- those fever dreams that we got oh <laughs> i forget what it's called but it's <laughs> like it's like there's a, like you get deeply sick yeah um I got wrecked on mine. You know, there's a ton of I reasons why someone may died. or may not want to. See, I didn't feel a thing. That's oh, amazing. Well, you're lucky. I didn't <laughs> either shot. I didn't feel a thing. Dude, I was terrible. Yeah, you had to yeah, tell your story and I'll tell mine. I, like, I mean, I haven't been sick since before COVID. Yeah. Probably because I've well, been at home and yeah. wearing a mask every time I yes, go out. Yeah. But I, I decided to go do a workout class in a 40 degree room. <laughs> After your after, shot? Like, I got my shot at, like, 9 a.m. My class is at 5 p.m. I was Oof. like, oh, I was feeling fine. I was yeah. like, okay, I'll go. It was an arm workout. <gasps> I get there. I'm you should have done that before. <laughs> I was starting to feel faint and everything. Go home. I, like, yeah, it just, it, typical, like, cold symptom, flu symptoms. Knocked you out. Like, knocked me out, but then I couldn't sleep. Mm. I was having fever dreams. I haven't had a fever dream. I, I woke up. Well, I didn't wake up. I was awake the whole time. I was like... Why is this happening to me on my second shot? Because I had friends that were fine with it too. Yeah. So I was just like, am I dying? <laughs> right. I, and then course, you have a panic attack and then. Yeah. Because I already have enough anxiety when it comes to medical and like shots in general. Yeah. But I was dying. So I told Josh that. And then I he called me the day he got his. And then, yeah. Yeah. Like I was. I was a mess. I mean, I told you. You called me too. Oh yeah. That was the day I started crying on the phone with you. I literally was crying. (laughs) I was such a mess emotionally. It was bad. And then Um, you went to go play lacrosse. Yeah. Then I went to go play lacrosse. (laughs) Uh, That was awful. But yeah, like you, you were with me the day I got it actually. Yeah. Yeah. We went out to to dinner because I was just like, I was already a mess like in the hours just after getting it. Yeah. Um, And I was, I was getting scrambled uh, in my, in the brain. Yeah. Um, My memory has come back. Yeah, I, I am grateful about that because yeah. if anyone knows, for about a month and a half after I got my second shot, I was having issues with my memory. Yeah, um, and uh, but now it's it's that's come back, which is good. Uh, but like, yeah, I was just like, it was the neck when I went to bed and came. Actually, I couldn't sleep that night. Oh. I couldn't sleep. I was tossing and turning. Yeah. I was aching. I was in so much oh. pain. I woke up. I was shivering. I was shivering everywhere. I it was. I was a mess. And then I went to go play lacrosse. <laughs> Dang, my buddy Ron was like. He, he thought he had coronavirus. Like he was like, it was like the worst flu I've ever felt. Yeah. yeah it was, that, that's exactly what happened to me. I was, I, this is, a, it, it was a bad joke and ill taste with some friends. Um, but like how I genuinely was feeling in the moment with all the stuff I was feeling, I was like, would have it been better for me to get COVID than to get this? Well, this, a lot of people said like the flu like symptoms oh were like COVID like flu symptoms. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Like, I was, I was, just people like, were like, it was the most like, but then I had nothing. Yeah, which is crazy. And they can't predict, like, there's no, like. Well, that was my, my, my doctor did tell me, did warn me, uh, was like, hey, when you do get the vaccine, um, like, you do have a strong immune system, and it hits the people with strong immune systems really hard. Oh. Like, it gets you guys, it gets you good. Yeah. And I was like, interesting. Are we better than everyone else? I Weird. think so. <laughs> I think, are we strong? Oh, my are gosh. I just the got. strongest people we know. A bottle of wine that night, and that seemed to fix it. So. <laughs> I watched Mean Girls and then cried. Fever dream. <laughs> yeah, fever dream for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, we oh we went so long tonight. Well, oh, here we are. Yeah, We're grateful for all of you. So, whatever it is you're doing, whether you are getting your second vaccine or flying Air Canada. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
or you're going into a company with your vaccine passport. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whatever it is you're doing. Wherever you are. We love you. We're out. Peace.